All right, do we got a party going on in here or what? Thank you for joining me. Another Friday night session. We are going to be running it up. We are back on TikTok, YouTube, podcast platforms. If you need to listen to us on the go, I am your host, Zach Rector, and this is The Greatest Transfer of Wealth. Very interesting update that we have here tonight. We're talking about XRP pumping while the rest of the market continues to dump. It's truly incredible to see. Once again, XRP moving on its own. We're going to get into that and the rest of a very, very crucial update we have here. Once again, we did call the most recent market move, I have to say, back down to 19.5 for our Bitcoin, 1300 for our Ethereum. But XRP is pumping, okay? Now it's just about 6% on the day, reporting here from CoinMarketCap, about 6% on the day. Let's take a look at these charts. Should we be getting excited? What's in store for the cryptocurrencies? Looking at the Bitcoin chart right now, you can see that yellow line is the current uh, average entry point that I have on my Bitcoin short that I'm currently holding, not financial advice, please, not financial advice. But let's take a look at this chart, okay? You can see we dumped back down 19.5. We reached down all the way to, what was that? 19.3, okay? Now we're hanging out here at 19.5 for our Bitcoin. Let's take a look at XRP real quick. How high did XRP go today? Let's uh, pull up that XRP chart. Massive green candles coming in today. Absolutely beautiful thing to see. And once again, we peak all the way up to 53.5 for XRP, all the way up to 53 cents while the rest of the market continues to dump. Now let's get into tonight's update. So it's uh, once again, we go current events, go through the economic data, then we talk about our cryptocurrency opportunity, which we believe is probably the biggest opportunity. When you talk about where can I allocate my cash, my investments, how can I grow, get gains, you know what I'm talking about? We're looking to partake in what I call the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, cryptocurrency being the best opportunity, but we don't just stop there. We talk about all of the asset classes. Thank you for being tuned in tonight. Let's make sure that we hit that notification bell so we don't miss any of the live content. And if you want anything, it's over at my website, zachrichter.com. You can get in touch with me, join our group, whatever. Let's get into it, guys. Here we go. IMF board approves $1.3 billion in emergency funding for Ukraine. Once again, another billy to the Ukraine. I want to say who really runs that country, but you know that I got tight lips on this topic. Good luck and God bless to them. God, we got to take down this, this evil group of people. Let's just call them the cabal. For tonight's episode, we'll just refer to them as the cabal. There's just bad people doing little evil agendas, okay? But once again, that's neither here nor there. Another Billy to Ukraine to support the cause. Absolutely. Let's continue doing the deal. As we report at the very same time that UK companies are collapsing at the fastest rate since the global financial crisis. Isn't it interesting how much of this data reflects back to 2008? And I want to make this point. It's similar to 2008 but a whole lot worse i mean it's 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 identical but that much worse and we're going to get into all of it here tonight guys check this out just in over 930 billion was wiped out from the u.s stock market today uh shout out to everyone that's been here in the last couple days where i said hey yeah i'm holding a bitcoin short this thing's about to roll over this is the pump that we expected. We, we talked about this last month. If we pump into Yom Kippur, we roll over into the Feast of Tabernacles. It's crazy. Go do the research. Go pull up Google or go back and watch my content that breaks it all down. 20 minute video, 20 minute video go back and check it out. Okay. And uh, you guys can see 
We've been on these dates. We've been on these moves over the last three months. Shorting Bitcoin when the time is right. And it's a way that we hedge our bet because we're ridiculously long on utility cryptocurrencies that are going to transform the payments infrastructure. But in the meantime, we know where this deal goes. As we've been talking about, the stocks getting obliterated. 930 billion wiped out from today's stock market. Let's continue on. George Gammon, I used to think inflation would prevent governments from buying votes with stimmies. What I now realize is people receiving the stimmies don't care about the fact it'll make inflation worse and they don't know it'll make inflation worse. Completely tapped out, no idea what they're uh, signing up for. And as we see here, California begins fighting inflation with stimulus checks this week. We ask the question, how's your program working out? Well, we can see it clear as day what the agenda is in California and in some of these other states that they are just rolling out the agenda full force ahead with no uh, you know, gas vehicles, all electric, uh, let's raise your taxes and force a mass migration out of our state because we're that poorly run. But we don't care. We just continue to double down running our, uh, running our states into the ground completely bust. And we're going to get into the pension funds here shortly. Uh, we're going to talk about the pension funds in America actually being invested in cryptocurrency, already having exposure. But are they investing in Bitcoin or are they looking at serious investments like us that are actually going to change the world? Not irrelevant technology like Bitcoin that was cute. It had its role. Thank you. Good job. Pat them on the back. Step aside. We got to solve humanity's trillion dollar problems. Thank you, Bitcoin. It was good while it lasted. Okay. But California, how's your program working out? They're sending out the stimulus checks this week. Uh, and it's very, very interesting to watch how they just continue pressing down. Biden welcomes Venezuela oil. He prepares to block, at the very same time, he's preparing to block all U.S. offshore drilling. So what are they doing? They're completely shutting down the West. We have to go woke. Green New Deal. Build back better. Huge shout out to Joe Biden. Take a deep breath. Let's take a sip of a cold adult beverage and let's continue this show going before we start ranting too early on in the night. Friday night session. You already know the deal. Thank you so much. Hey guys, we got 444 viewers in the chat already. Are you kidding me? Just five minutes in, we already got a party started. Okay, thank you so much, guys. Let's continue hitting it hard tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Shut down Europe while the rest of the world continues to do deals with the Saudi, Saudis and everyone else that matters. Truly incredible. The Fed is on track for another large rate rise after jobs report Wall Street Journal. So people keep on saying that the bottom is in and I'm just looking here at what the Fed's saying. I'm, I'm looking here. The Fed has not pivoted yet. Okay, now when they do pivot, the market will turn. Absolutely, as it always does. But we have to take them at their word, their program, their schedule that they have for us is interest rate hikes until the end of the year. They're telling us that they're not going to pivot till next year. And are we going to be shocked when they start to pivot early? No. Many of us are speculating that they will do just that. But in the meantime here, a lot of people getting excited. I think they're starting to front run. Now we are close to bottoming out in my opinion. Now, relatively speaking, I think we could still go down another 40, 50% for cryptocurrency assets. I'm about to show you an article here uh, from, I think, Forbes talking about uh, housing market could go down another 30%. To pull that one up for you guys. Housing market in the most expensive cities could go down another 30%. They've already been smacked 30, 40% in some of these uh, high-flying markets. 
right? So they, they tell us that the stocks are getting close to bottomy now, that the cryptocurrency space is doing just fine. We're about to boom. And I'm about to show you Tether here at the end of this show. Tether has been running this space for the last eight years, the eight year anniversary of Tether. We're gonna talk about why that's so important for the cryptocurrency space. So cryptocurrency, stocks, real estate, and we listen to what the Fed's telling us, <clears throat> we know that there's a lot, a lot more to go here. There's a lot more to clean up before we go to the upside. So let's continue. Here, here we go. Wall Street Journal saying that this jobs report confirms that the Federal Reserve is going to continue with a large interest rate hike. Now, Adam Tager, we're going to break down this jobs report data and how it is another manipulated economic uh, data point that the government has been manipulating for years. <clears throat> Excuse me. So... We got Adam Taggart here. Payrolls show 263,000 jobs added last month in line with consensus. Jobless rate has decreased to 3.5%. This should show jobs still quote unquote robust, giving Fed more leeway to hike tighten further, pushing out pivot hopes. But then we go to this chart here from Liz Ann Saunders on Twitter. 261,000 individuals left the labor force in September, a reversal from the 344,000 that entered in August. Okay, so they're the definition of these, the way that they manipulate this is the definition of people that actually just left the labor force are no longer considered unemployed because they're no longer workers, right? They just, they're just chilling. Stimulus checks were the test. You're gonna to continue to see those keep on rolling out as we just covered California rolling out their program the st st stimulation checks will continue reversal from the 344,000 that entered in August now here's what's interesting and here's what I want to say to this many people are finally having to get off the couch and go make some money or they're not going to make it period okay the fun times are over and the stimulus check only goes so far in this inflationary period that we're going in on the verge of hyperinflation if this gets much more out of hand. In some countries, you're already seeing it. The shortages, hyperinflation, shortage of cash, US dollars, shortage of gas, oil, and any other commodity that matters. And, and you name the country, they have a different issue. But this jobs report to me, set, and then one more, one more point though, one more point from Wall Street Silver. Still not a recession. Job openings fell by 1.1 million in August to 10 million, seasonally adjusted. The biggest decline since the lockdowns. So what does this mean? Some people are being forced to go work. They're forced to take a second job, okay? Which, you know, obviously we see that in the jobs numbers, more jobs being added still. But then we start to see job openings falling by a million in August. Right. And then we see 261,000 individuals leaving the labor force altogether. Which gives us that jobless rate that decreases to 3.5%. All part of the manipulation. But if you look underneath the data, if you actually see what's happening in the streets here in Main Street America and other countries too, going through a similar situation, much worse than America, we're the last one to fall. America, don't be celebrating right now. It's coming home here. It's all coming back. We will pay for this. In the meantime, it's been good. And you're starting to see, though, that some people are finally having to get off the couch and actually go get some money coming in. They can't afford the food. The, the, they were able to afford food and what some would call luxuries 
living off of the government. And you guys aren't, I'm not here to harp on that. You guys already know that that's abused. Absolutely. Right now, I, you know, I'm not even going to get into that conversation. The point being, uh, people were able to live pretty damn good off of the hand of the government. Now that this inflation crisis is getting worse, people are finally having to go get a job to add to the government handouts, you know? Now, and then, but you are seeing, and this is very, very crucial. What happens when there's no longer the good jobs that people need? They're having to take two jobs, three jobs, work one job, side hustle, which I'm encouraging. If you are able and if you need to do it, then you got to get it done. And like I'm saying, this is becoming a necessity to make it through this recession. You got to get off the couch and you got to go make some money, right? And, you know, obviously they're going to continue to roll out the stimulus checks, but just think here, here not too long, they could hand out a couple thousand bucks a month and it's still not going to be able to cover uh, the average American's bills. You know, and, and I know that some people are getting plenty of money, right? Like I said, they're able to afford not only the basic necessities, but some would call them luxuries, right? Living off the government. But right here, it's interesting to see this. If the job openings are falling by a million, that tells you that the mass layoffs are here, that the companies, the corporations that everyone wants to go work for, you know, that, that traditional corporate job that my, the, my company's going to take care of me. Ooh. Now, we don't even want to get started on how their 401k is doing right now. Oh, and by the way, your real estate's crashing too. See, I don't get off on this because I like seeing the average American suffer. No. I get off on this because I've been warning people for the last year that this moment was coming and we are completely focused on tapping on how we stay out of this situation, how we get our act together and ride out this inflation crisis. And, oh, we're going to have a little bit of extra money that we can invest into the assets that are going to change the financial infrastructure of this world. That is the opportunity that I get excited about. The stock market, cryptocurrency, real estate, and now you're seeing the mass layoffs underway. We're watching all of these situations unfold, and it's truly incredible to see. Uh, what do we have here? Home prices in the world's most expensive housing markets could fall 30% predicts Goldman Sachs. Sorry, I got that one wrong. Yeah. So Goldman Sachs is predicting that 30% drop for the most expensive housing markets in this world, okay? They're talking about Hong Kong could crash by 30%, and then obviously probably some of the high-flying markets here in the United States as well. And we just want to interject that, yeah, that's already happened in some of these markets, have gone down by 10% plus. You annualize some of the data that's being reported right now. If this continues for another year or so, it's not going to be pretty. And, and the point is, now that the jobs are going away, how are these people going to afford more expensive mortgages? How are they going to afford to move? Even if they wanted to, they're almost trapped at these mortgage rates that they trapped in, locked in at 3%. It's going to be interesting to watch this real estate market. High-flying speculators are going to go bust, in my opinion, just like it's going to happen in all of the markets, all of the asset classes in every single business sector. There's going to be a purge cleansing period that we're going through. We've started it. You're seeing it. You're seeing all the companies that maybe they got their stimulus, they got their PPP money in the United States, right? All these bailouts, knowing how to pay their mortgage, businesses and people were able to stay afloat. Now that that's all being pulled, 
it's like everyone has to actually go back to work and get something done. Actually pay your bills. I think we have a long ways to go and I think that many people are being fooled. Many, Okay, but here's one point. I noticed that uh, people only want the hype. People only want the hype. I posted two videos today, two little clips. Uh, and one was XRP going to $100 instantly. And the other video was home prices crashing by another 40%. Guess which video got 10 times more views? The XRP to 100 chart uh, video. Right. So the people want, and I get it, man, it's been brutal. We've already been in a bear market recession since the end of last year, right? I feel you. I'm ready for this. I'm ready to go to the upside too, you know? But everything that we're looking at, all of our analysis is telling us that we got a long ways to go and we're not going to be fooled and we are going to be prepared. And we are going to short the hell out of Bitcoin on the way down. Now, breaking news, the Gold Telegraph is reporting that Bank of America has agreed to pay $1.84 billion to settle claims regarding residential mortgage-backed securities from the 2008 financial crisis. Goodbye 2008, hello 2022. So it's interesting to note now that they're finally settling up well over a decade later for nearly $2 billion, just Bank of America alone. After they've been able to profit probably trillions of dollars during that period, now they get to go pay $1.84 billion, do a little deal. Um, I'm interested to see, I guess, I don't know if that's a class action settlement or who that's, who, who's winning that case, I guess. Um, I'll have to look into that further. But what's been interesting to know is all of the programs that we started to see these banks and mortgage lenders roll out once again, the 40-year mortgage, no closing costs, um, all these different programs. My uh, credit union's doing 0% uh, no, no closing costs until the end of the year on home equity loans. They're just begging you guys to, keep, to, to generate some loans for them because that's how the banks make their money, right? But Bank of America... Ripple Partner might add that. And one of the banks that I think is actually going to make it through. I know a lot of people think that all of the banks are going away and it's only going to be like QFS banks or whatever. No, no, I think that we're going to have, it's just mergers and acquisitions are at all time high and you're going to see in every single sector, every single business is going to see the competition um, going away, getting ate up. What assets have value will be acquired and the rest will go to the waste. The rest will go bye-bye. Like there are going to be a lot of banks that go bye-bye, right? A lot of companies. Bank of America can cut that $2 billion check to settle up. Truly incredible, nearly a decade later, they finally settle up for the mortgage-backed securities issues of 2008. And here we are once again. And, and like I said, like I said, all of the data says 2008, but much worse. Absolutely. Let's continue on. Robert Kiyosaki, why I buy Bitcoin. Pension funds are the biggest investment businesses in the world. Folks, you're going to be surprised to see that. This is where I was pulling Forbes from. This is uh, Forbes right here. Let's take a look. Your state pension is now gambling on cryptocurrency. How about that? Now we pull this down and we can see that... Uh, 94% of America's state and local government pensions, often regarded as the dumbest institutional investors in the world by Wall Street, are gambling on cryptocurrency. Now, this is from Forbes. 
truly incredible to see here that now they're saying that pension funds have 94% of them have exposure to cryptocurrency in one form or fashion. Now, here's what I'm my question is what's worse, some of the cryptocurrencies that they have exposure to or uh, you know, the bonds, the stocks that they've been holding on their balance sheets, the mortgage-backed securities, the real estate, how is that performing? And what's the upside potential on some of those investments versus the cryptocurrency space? See, it goes both ways. Although we think this is transformational technology and it's the greatest opportunity in our lifetime, 99% of cryptos go away. <laughs> so all these pension funds, knowing how most of these guys invest, it's going to be Bitcoin and Ethereum maxis. And then they throw 5% of their bag at Shiba Doge, Inu, Elon, Inu. Nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, but these pension funds, we covered this, right? They go, they went, they were about to go bust in England, right? Bank of England had to bank, bail them out. But now we're seeing that some of these pension funds in the United States, I forget which state it was. I got to pull this up. It was shared in my Discord group. So I'm going to go back and I'm going to find that in the Discord group and I'll share that next live because this is important. There was a state that announced that they were pulling their investments, their pension fund investments from BlackRock. Comment down below if you know what state that was, but that was just announced. It was in my Discord group is where I saw it. I'll have to go pull that back up. But we're, yeah, we're starting to see these pension funds trying to figure it out, right? And uh, we've seen that their current program has been failing, but at least they're taking a look at cryptocurrencies, I guess. But, you know, knowing these guys, big old bags of Bitcoin and Ethereum proof of work crap. Oh, wait, oh, wait. The ETH2 merge, it's no longer proof of work. It's now, it's now a green crypto. It's good for the environment. It's still just super expensive with the gas fees and it's uh, centralized, right? And you're still going to wait for your transactions to go through. At least it's a green crypto now, 50% done after a merge that we've been waiting three years for. Good job, Vitalik. Thank you. Let's continue on. Thank you so much, guys. India's central bank is working toward a phased introduction of a central bank digital currency. BRICS is moving quickly on the central bank digital currency front. They are stockpiling gold. This is being reported from Gold Telegraph. Yeah, this isn't really news to us, right? We know that all of these BRICS nations are, one, holding record amounts of gold, buying more gold, buying and doing new trade deals for commodities and resources that matter, that they need to survive. Ditching the U.S. dollar and they are further along with their CBDCs. Absolutely, absolutely. India is gonna be massive, and you already, already know there's plenty of connections with Ripple in India. Many of the biggest banks in India partnered up with Ripple. Alter of Ego on Twitter says, Intel hits major milestone as it moves towards mass production of quantum computer chips. So uh, we're not supposed to talk about quantum computers, right? It's uh, you know this crazy idea that's supposed to be a decade away. Meanwhile, we have this report here from siliconangle.com. Intel hits major milestone as it moves towards mass productions of quantum computer chips. And the most important question that we can ask is, is your blockchain, is your distributed ledger technology quantum resistant? Going to be very important because it's, they are there. They're already being used by military and top secret government agencies, absolutely, in major countries. And now we see Intel mass producing the, the quantum chips coming up here. Here we go. That quantum financial system getting fired up. Okay, so now I wanted to show you guys this one. This is the eight year anniversary of Tether Bitfinex. You guys can see right here. 
And Bitfinex says, more like eight years of market manipulation, money laundering, bank fraud, shareholders in prison for money, for money laundering, partners convicted for bank fraud, billions of dollars seized for money laundering and bank fraud, executives under criminal investigation for bank fraud. How strange that the same time you rotate into treasuries, the entire crypto market implodes. I'm sure it's just a happy coincidence. Also, we said you won't ever do a legitimate audit five years on and zero audits because you guys didn't have the money. Now, check this out. This is actually from the lawsuit settlement with Tether. Read this point right here. Okay, Arcadius just dropped a $27.99 Canadian funny money. Sorry for the funny money, Zach. Arcadius, I love you. Thank you so much for the super chat. Hopefully I didn't miss any other super chats. I appreciate you guys for smashing that thumbs up. We got Chad with a two spot. Tether is back like JP Morgan's paper silver. Chad, yep, priming us for this uh, eight-year anniversary of Tether. Getting ready to watch this thing completely implode. Okay, I think I got them all. Guys, check this out. During this same period, the number of Tether, po uh, Tether tokens in circulation grew by at least 100 million month to month. So it went from 109.8 million Tether tokens in circulation in July of 2017 all the way up to 442 million uh, by uh, September of 2017. So just within that span, it went from 200, billion, 200 million supply all the way up to 442 million. But during this same time, the amount that was held in the GC trust account never exceeded $61.5 million. So it's been proven in court. The New York Attorney General already said that they're a deceptive and fraudulent scheme, New York Attorney General. And now we see from this settlement here that they never had more than $61 million in their account. Now they have added treasuries, right? So now they're holding treasury notes as if that's supposed to make us feel more comfortable about Tether, which, fun fact, has been doing about 50 plus, some, some estimates even put it over 60% of the trading volume for the whole cryptocurrency space on all of the exchanges is done using the Tether stablecoin. So eight years of market manipulation, money laundering, bank fraud, and a complete Ponzi scheme built on the back of Tether. We've said that Tether is the Federal Reserve to the cryptocurrency space. Whenever the space needs a little hand, a little pump, Tether right here injected hundreds of millions of, in their supply over just a four-month period, and they only held $61 million in their account. Never went over $61 million. Truly incredible. And this is why we say the cryptocurrency space needs to get cleaned up. Now let's talk about real players, real actors, and what gets us so damn excited about this opportunity. I'm going to say cheers to everyone that's been holding these utility cryptos and understand what is about to happen because this is truly incredible. I got some good ones lined up for you guys. These are going to be some massive bangers coming up here. Let's get it going. Jack McDonald, CEO of PolySign, delighted to have our subsidiary Standard Custody participate at a sponsor of CoinAlts 2022. This is going to be taking place in November. What do we also have taking place in November? Swift updating to ISO standard messaging. 
okay? And we have ISO 222 basically going live in November. The complete rollout will be taking place over the next three years, but SWIFT members have already had the opportunity to opt in by November. Now they're starting to get forced. SWIFT members will be rolling over to ISO, and we're gonna see basically the whole payment infrastructure is running on ISO, okay? Very important, but here we have PolySign, institutional grade custody. Jack McDonald, CEO, getting pumped up because we're gonna have standard custody. Another important player in this space is participating as a sponsor at their event, which is gonna be held in November. Right before Ripple is gonna be holding their Swell Conference in November as well in London, of all places. Folks, this is a massive, massive moment in time. Blockchain backer, we waited a year and a half for this moment. Send that Bitcoin dominance into the gutter. We called this episode XRP pumps again while the rest of the market continues to dump. Here's what we have taking place. Let's take a look at this Bitcoin dominance chart. Huge shout out to BC Backer. Let's take a look. Okay. So this is our Bitcoin and you can see what he thinks is about to play out. The exciting part about this is as we've seen in all the previous bull runs, when that Bitcoin dominance drops, XRP and the alts go on a run. It's going to be massive. It's going to be a massive, very, very fast moment. Now you time it with that settlement or the end of that Ripple versus SEC lawsuit sometime in the next year. This is going to be absolutely massive. Let's continue on, guys. I'm not done. I got a couple more bangers. Crypto Bull XRP. I know some of you guys don't like him. I don't care. Over the next months, XRP price slowly keeps moving up in anticipation of a ripple win and relisting when these events of a ripple win and relisting when these events occurred, there will be a final price explosion to 10 to $13. Most people will buy the local top. A lot of people are going to be FOMOing in when ripple takes the spotlight. All eyes are on Ripple. It's not just going to be Charles Gasparino and Eleanor Terry at Fox Business. It's going to be everyone understanding that the payments system is getting updated. It's getting rebooted potentially after it went offline. We're ready for that one too. But that price action is going to be absolutely massive. 10 to $13. Then we start to FOMO in. What do we have next? Take a look here. Swiss banking giant unites Ripple and Swift on one platform. Payment Solutions and Consulting Company IBIS Management Associates recently announced that it has enabled its customers to connect to RippleNet. Through the Swiss route service developed by IBIS, users will be able to access a gateway to the Swift International Payment Network. Okay? IBIS announced that its customers will be able to connect to Ripple and Swift in their pockets on one platform. In that sense, IBIS stated that its customers will have unlimited banking possibilities. Swift route customers will be able to process payments through RippleNet and out of the box, quote, out of the box banking integration. Folks, are you ready? Whoa, 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 whoa. We were all supposed to be scared because Chainlink talked to Swift or what they did a proof of concept or a test. Who cares? <laughs> Good luck. Right here, you're seeing this is a Swiss company. Uh, I believe that is helping this rollout, connecting RippleNet and Swift and out of the box banking integration. I'll let you guys speculate on what that might be. Our, this is what we've been waiting for, folks. The utility green light is coming. The regulations held us up. The SEC versus Ripple case held us up. 
And then the market makers have their moment in time when they're going to dump on us. And it just happens to be like every other single crash during the, well, I'm not even going to get into it, but this moment in time that we've broken down for you guys, while everyone else was telling you that the bottom was in, we're continuing to the downside, but it's right before the biggest uh, bull run of my lifetime that I'm going to have experienced as a young 28-year-old. The, bi- the biggest, greatest opportunity of my lifetime is right here, right now. And, and for you too, it is absolutely massive. And you're starting to see the players turning on the switch, okay, tapping into RippleNet. Oh, are they using XRP? It's a flip of the switch. Settle an XRP. As soon as you're tapped into RippleNet, it's literally a flip of the switch. Okay, settle an XRP. Save a bunch of money. Be way more efficient. Real-time tracking, settlement, and monitoring of the transaction removes the need for trust. All on one platform. And the key part about this that I wanted to mention is that everyone, what have we been talking about? Everyone will use XRP on the back end. Whether you realize it or not, the, the, the settlement on the back end will be done with XRP. Like this company said, they will be able to connect Ripple and Swift through their pockets. That means on their phone, through out-of-the-box banking integration, one payments platform. Truly incredible. What do we have next? Wrath Economist. Very cool. He tagged some person on Twitter, RLP Farm D14. Okay. Pointed out that one of the swell speakers from Ripple lined up is Scott Beck, chairman of the United Texas Bank out of Dallas, Texas. Look at what their website says is coming soon. Let's take a look. Uh, number one, digital asset enabling. Number two, correspondent banking services. Number three, FX Wires International. Four, real time settlement. Five, custody of digital assets. And six, buy, sell, hold cryptocurrencies. How about that? How about that? And some of these states are moving ahead. Texas, Wyoming, you're starting to see some of these states saying, let's go. We need innovation in our state. Bring your business here. Let's get deals done. Let's help our people provide jobs. Let's get something done. We love to see what's happening across this country. Across this country, we still believe in it. Texas, stand up. United Texas Bank. Okay, and we have uh, that is going to be the chairman of the United Texas Bank coming to speak at Ripple Swell. Going to be massive. This lineup at Ripple Swell. I'll be covering the whole thing. You guys already know that. Now, Rothschilds von Bilderberg, Mason Rothschilds on Twitter. Cannot confirm if this is a real Rothschilds or not, but you already know the deal. The same way XRP is stable, hovering around fifty cents is going to be the same way it will hover around 10,000 when all the money comes in. Zero volatility. I do have to agree. Is 10K the price? I don't know. That would be nice. That would be fun. But there is going to be a stabilization of the XRP price once the market manipulation suppression is over and we got the clarity green light for cryptocurrencies, digital assets to be turned on and businesses are going to grow the space is going to 10x. It's going to be just like the dot-com bubble and Ripple setting themselves up to be the Amazon of payments, the most important, valuable issue that faces this world and the financial system. The, the, the main point in tonight's video 
is the XRP is moving on its own. And that's what we want. While the rest of the space continues to dump, XRP has a little pump. Are we excited thinking about taking profits because XRP went to 53 and a half cents today? Absolutely not. We're not trading the coin. I'm not trading the coin, not financial advice, but I'm not playing with this thing at 50 cents. I'm not selling off my bag now because I think it's going to go lower here soon. I do think that that's going to happen, but I think it's going to be a brief moment in time. The exchanges are running out of XRP and I don't trust anybody else with my reserve currency that's as liquid as the G10 uh, currencies combined and is ready to run the whole internet of value and solve trillion dollar problems daily. The important part about this is it proves that it's manipulated and it, you know, that proves that it's important. The fact that this cryptocurrency, while the rest of the space is going down, is moving up. That tells you there's excitement there. That tells you there's institutional adoption already taking place. You can see the whale purchases. You can see the on-demand liquidity partners ramping up that on-demand liquidity, doing more and more of their businesses, offering more uh, business offerings to their clients through XRP. Treasury flows. And we're still figuring out the NFT update. As soon as that happens, you already know what's going to happen then. Why the hell would anybody use Ethereum? What a terrible joke of a network. Complete failure. Not only for the cryptocurrency space, but for United States rule of law and corruption being exposed in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit. But a complete failure of humanity. Can we please move on from this network that clearly is not getting the job done? And as you guys are seeing right here, Ripple, Swift, Corridors firing up. What do we have here? Uh, it was confirmed in the I remit that they the, the I remit amicus brief that they've been using XRP for on-demand liquidity for years without any deal with Ripple. We've already won this case. Crypto Bull and others are telling you guys the same thing that we're saying here. This movement after the price, uh, after the settlement, is going. It's going to be uncomfortable for the cryptocurrency space, for holders and for people that are haters. For people that are doubters, that are naysayers, that think that it's irresponsible that I just mentioned $10,000 XRP in my show. We were told that everyone was going to use XRP on the back end and that Ripple XRP was going to be complementary to Swift. Now, what did we just see? Right there, that corridor firing up in Switzerland right where the BIS is at, Bank of International Settlements, and you already know that the, the Swiss banking system and what's been taking place over there, the banking system for the elite and the deals that are being done, the connections that are being made here. Truly incredible. What a moment in time, guys. Now, let's remember though, let's remember, this pump today is exciting. It shows us once again, it confirms for us that XRP is in a league of its own. It's different from the rest of the space. It's different from any other asset on this planet. But as we just lined up and confirmed once again through all the data, through all the current events, updates that we just went through tonight, we're going lower. We're going lower. I'm shorting the hell out of Bitcoin, not financial advice. And that's how we hedge our ridiculously long bet on utility cryptocurrencies, on suppressed assets like gold, silver, assets that actually matter, assets that still produce cash flow during a bear market recession. 
That's what we've been investing in. That's what we've been building. The longer they stall this thing out, the more we get to build our assets, the more we get to acquire suppressed assets at these cheap prices. And the flip of the switch moment is real. The stabilized price is real. XRP designed to be a stable coin at a very high price, real. XRP is a stable coin because it settles in three seconds. The opportunity of a lifetime right here, guys. We continue to stay tapped in, focused. If you guys are looking to get access to my community, head on over to my website, zachrichter.com. I'd love to see you guys in our Discord group. We appreciate all of the family that has just recently joined this past month. A great group of people. Tomorrow morning, once again, our Saturday weekly call sessions. We light it up every Saturday morning. We get a couple cups of coffee. And then we just get completely jacked up talking about how we are actually preparing for these events that are about to roll out. As we've been telling you guys, we're ready for this thing to go lower. We're completely prepared for that, okay? But in the meantime, we are completely focused on understanding what utility, what adoptions actually being built in this space. That's the conversation that we're having on this channel with cryptocurrency. Where's the adoption and building that's actually happening taking place at? It's not with 99% of the cryptocurrency space. 94% of pension funds in the United States have an exposure to cryptocurrency. I hope that they don't own some of these 99% of cryptos that's going to go away. I hope that they've taken a serious look. I I hope that Robert Kiyosaki's taken a serious look at XRP. I know he's been talking about Bitcoin, gold, silver, Bitcoin, ammo, food. We do it all. Besides Bitcoin, we just don't understand why you would invest in irrelevant technology. But nonetheless, I just want to say thank you to everyone in this community. I'm so grateful for the family that we built here on this channel. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in. And all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care and God bless.